to the $100 MBA show. Your business gets better every single day with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of Webinar Ninja, an independent software company I started with my co-founder back in 2014. And today's episode is a must-read episode. On our must-read episodes, I share with you a book that has influenced me as an entrepreneur. I share with you its takeaways, its insights, and why you should read it too. Today's must-read is Exactly How to Sell by Phil M. Jones. I'm a big fan of Phil M. Jones when it comes to sales and marketing. I first learned about him and his first book, Exactly What to Say, back in 2017. Actually got to meet him in person and see him speak live at uh, a heroic public speaking event, Break Conference. Exactly What to Say was the first book and it's all about certain phrases that really help you sell. I would consider this book exactly how to sell the prequel to this book. It's like the framework of how to set up your sales system. The thing about sales is that it's a bit of a black box for most of us. We don't learn sales in school. It's not like we have a subject called sales that follows history and science. So we all have a different idea of how to sell. Usually it has something to do with us trying to reverse engineer how we bought something in the past. But that's not really an exact science. Luckily, there's this book that Phil M. Jones wrote, Exactly How to Sell. In today's lesson, I'm going to break down my favorite insights from this book, some of the strategies he shares, and how this book could be helpful for you, regardless if you have an online business, offline business, brick and mortar, you're selling physical products, you're selling digital goods, you sell a service. It doesn't really matter. This book and its strategies can really help you make more sales. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Let's be honest, business is notoriously difficult, but I can help you become a better entrepreneur, 100% guaranteed, with my all new $100 MBA live program. Join me for two days live online and transform yourself as an entrepreneur and your business in the process. You'll learn how to build a business that you're proud of and make a very healthy living. You'll learn how to make faster, more confident decisions, how to shape a clear vision and system to generate more leads and sales than ever before, how to have more time for yourself, how to hire A players on your team, and how to scale your business so the business is working for you and not the other way around. If you want to make a transformational change as an entrepreneur in just two days of training, join me live for the $100 MBA program. Go to 100mba.net slash live to enroll in our next cohort. Enrollment's now open, but act quickly because we're going to be starting very soon. And remember, it's 100% guaranteed. So if after the first day of training, you don't feel like you got enough value, the value I promised, just let me know and I will give you a full refund. Head on over to 100mba.net slash live and sign up for our next live two-day course. Support for today's show comes from Capella University. At Capella University, education is as smart as the world around us. With the FlexPath format, you can take classes at your own pace, set your own deadlines, and even leverage your previous experience to move faster. Now that's smart. Learn more at capella.edu. Today's must read exactly how to sell by Phil M. Jones clearly lays out how to improve your sales system, how to create one in the first place, 
but also how to increase your chances of closing more sales. And it all starts with chapter one, which talks about prospecting. Prospecting is making sure that the people that you talk to, that you're trying to sell to, are a good fit for your products or services. These are what are also called your leads, whether you're growing your leads via growing your email list or somebody supplying you these leads from a vendor that you would then close in a sales conversation. And I'm going to quickly give you some highlights from what's important when it comes to generating this list of leads, these prospects. And it starts with imagining and describing your dream customer. Who do you actually want to serve? Who's going to be headache free? Who really is meant for your product or service? And once presented your product and service would say, this is a no brainer. This is definitely something I need. Then he goes a little bit deeper and says, well, you got to list what do these people look like? What are the attributes of these types of customers? And why are they perfect to you? Where are they located geographically? What are some other demographics? What industry are they in? What sector in that industry are they in? How big are they? Are they an enterprise business, a small business? How long have they been in business? Who exactly within that company are you trying to help? Is it the sales manager? Is it the CEO, him or herself? Why do they even need your help in the first place? These are just some of the questions that Phil M. Jones asks you to ask yourself as you're creating your perfect lead, your perfect ideal customer to create what he calls a prospect list. And he gives different strategies and methods to create this list. Now, I love this book, but maybe there's some things in this book that you won't agree with. There are a few that I didn't, but it doesn't make this book trash and actually got me thinking. And it's okay to disagree with some things in a book. One in particular was talking about five physical things about you that can create a good impression and help you close sales. Some of them were just dead on right. Your marketing materials, how you physically present yourself, you know, what you wear and looking professional, at least looking neat. And obviously this depends on the market you're in. Your grooming. But some things like your vehicle, like the car you drive, actually can help you close more sales. Not so sure about that, if that still applies in today's day of Ubers, but maybe in some markets, this actually matters still. There's a chapter in this book that actually is really powerful, and it talks about how to set your hourly rate if you have a service-based business, or even if you have a product-based business, because the amount of hours you work need to equal how much money you make at some point. Even if you have a product, you want to make sure that you make enough money to make it worth your while. So he talks about calculating how much money you want to earn in the next 12 months, how many hours you want to personally work every single week, how many weeks out of the year do you want to work, and then working backwards with an equation. My favorite chapter in this book is all about how to set your own KPIs to get more sales. This basically tells you what are the things you need to do to get more customers, to get more sales. Meaning, let's work backwards. How many leads do I need to gather and attain every single month? How many emails or calls or webinars I got to do to be able to make more sales? How many people have to attend those calls or webinars or workshops to make those sales? How long are these webinars? How long are these presentations? How long are these phone calls? What are the marketing activities I'm going to have to do to get the leads that will then result in calls or workshops or webinars? What's the average transaction value? How much money is each customer on average going to spend with me so I can make sure I hit my goal for the year of how much money I want to make? How many transactions do I need at that value? 
this is really important because it breaks things down at a granular level. This allows you to really hone in on what will make you successful. What are things that you need to do at what level, at what number, how many of each, so that you can hit your goals. Hence, your own personal KPIs. In this book, he also helps you with some icebreakers. How do you have a sales conversation that's comfortable, whether it's one-on-one, whether it's on a video call, or even on a webinar? Icebreakers are like questions that get people talking, like what brought you in here today, right? What prompted you to sign up for this webinar or to schedule a call with me? What are you hoping to get out of this event, out of this call, out of this webinar? Personally, I start all my webinars by asking the crowd, what would be a win for you today? Which is a very similar question to what you're trying to get out of this event. Phil also goes into how to harness social media and strategies when it comes to different platforms. But one of my favorite parts of the book are his closing techniques, especially his three-stage questioning technique. I'll get into that really soon, but before that, let me share with you some of our favorite tools. We all know the power of an email list and growing our email list, but managing it, automating our emails, making sure they actually get into the inbox, that's where ConvertKit comes in. ConvertKit is an all-in-one email marketing platform. I've used a lot of different email marketing platforms and we use ConvertKit for a reason. It just works. It does what you need it to do. It's simple, it's easy, and it keeps improving every single day. Plus, you can start for free. Go ahead to 100mba.net slash convertkit to get started. Support for today's show comes from Webinar Ninja. Know what really sells your product or service? It's not marketing or ads. It's you, your blog, your social feeds, your podcast. These are all ways we try to share ourselves, our value, and build trust with our audience. But what if you can go even further? What if you can connect with potential clients or customers in a way that's even more personal, more engaging, more effective? Well, that's where webinars and Webinar Ninja comes in. Hosting a live lesson, product showcase, or Q&A session is the best way to share yourself and prove yourself to an audience. But wait, you're thinking, aren't webinars a giant pain in the ass? Yes, yes they are, but not with Webinar Ninja. Webinar Ninja has one job, to make webinars easy for you. It's the user-friendliest software ever created for webinars, so you can focus on your audience, not the tech. And here's the best part. You can get started with Webinar Ninja for free. Every plan comes with a free 14-day trial. And because you're a listener of this podcast, we got a real special deal for you. Go to WebinarNinja.com and at checkout, use promo code MBA, and you'll get 15% off your first month or your first year. Again, that's WebinarNinja.com. Use promo code MBA for 15% off your first month or your first year. Can't wait to see you inside the software and our community. So one of my favorite parts of this book is when he explains his three-stage questioning technique when closing sales. Here are the three questions. When you present to them your product or service, ask them, what's your plan? What are you going to do with everything I just showed you? How do you feel after everything I showed you? And then lastly, what are the consequences? What are the consequences if you don't take action, if you don't take the offer, if you don't work with me? I always say, at the very best, if you don't work with me or buy my products or services, you'll continue to get the same results you're getting now. And if you're not really satisfied with your results, 
then continue to do the same thing is going to just guarantee that. Guarantee you're going to get the same results if you just keep doing the same things. But if you want to get different results, you need to take different action and start working with me or take my program or buy my product. He also talks about closing with risk reversals. Things like money back guarantees, a no success, no fee kind of clause. Like, hey, if you don't get an ROI, then you can get a refund or a try before you buy, like a free trial. These are all techniques to lower the risk for the customer or better yet, reverse the risk, meaning you take on the risk when they buy. He also goes into some tips on presentations and how to close on presentations as well as some scarcity techniques that he recommends that puts a little pressure on the buyer to make a decision. Before we wrap up today's Must Read episode on exactly how to sell, a really good book by Phil M. Jones, I want to share with you an insight from the book that really stuck with me, and that's stop over-promising. Leave room to over-deliver. He says a lot of people that sell products and services over-promise to try to sell it, to try to convince their customers. But he says, don't do that because you want people to buy and find out when they buy and they actually consume your product or service that, hey, this is actually better than I thought. Not the opposite. When you set the expectations super high, you're setting the customer up to be disappointed. So he says, don't hide the catch. If they have to work, tell them they have to work for whatever they have to do. If it's like a workshop or training, they have to invest time or effort or extra money to make it work. You have to tell them that. You don't want them to find out later in the program or in the product or service and they feel like, oh, I knew there was a catch. They promised me something and I still have to do something else or I have to buy something else to make it happen. Put all the cards on the table. He says, be proud of your price. And if you feel like it's quite expensive, say it's expensive. Say, I know that this product is expensive, but let me show you why it is expensive. And then set their expectations realistically, meaning When you show them testimonials or case studies, show them real results that they should expect, not exceptional results. Well, that wraps up today's must-read episode on exactly how to sell by Phil M. Jones. I highly recommend you pick up this book. Listen, you may not agree with every single strategy in this book, but rarely do I pick up a book and I agree with every single thing in it. But that doesn't stop me from reading it, benefiting from it, implementing some of the amazing strategies in it, and trusting that there is a perspective here. There is some reasoning or rationale for these strategies that do work in some industries, if not mine. And the ones that do work in my industry, I will take and run with them. Thanks so much for listening to The $100 MBA Show. If you love what you hear, hit subscribe, hit follow on your favorite podcast app right now. We're on every podcast app. So whatever you're using to listen to this podcast right now, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Apple Podcasts, we're on them all. Hit follow, hit subscribe so you get our next episode automatically. Before I go, I want to leave you with this. This is a short and sweet book, but it's one of those books that you got to take notes. I feel like... There's a lot of information being thrown at you, and I like to take notes when I have a book like that in my hands. I read it on my Kindle, and then I had a notebook next to me, and I just jotted down how each technique can be applied to my own business. And as I did that, I started to think about when will I implement this? When can I put this in my calendar? And in what order do I implement these strategies? It's one thing to read a book, but it's another thing to comprehend it and apply it. And taking notes is the first step of applying the knowledge that you're getting from the book. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.